0: Cutler cast, not the episode end of the year. We're wrapping we, up. Maybe know what number this is. We lost count. We no one cares. Yeah, they do. It's serious. It's so serious I was thing, about to it? start this podcast right now. I just mixed up that you can push that out of the way. That's the aminos. But uh, I can market it. But so I started this. And this is the newest. We saw this launch at the Olympian. I just dropped this can. I you say,
1: were you chewing on the
0: <laughs> So the question is, if I open this, what's going to happen right now? Because this is sparkling. I don't know. I think you should. Okay, let's see what we do. Let's see if this. You had to pick the can that I knocked on the floor. Oh, okay. Okay, we're good. It didn't open very well. There we go.
1: I was, I was hoping it exploded right in your face.
0: <laughs> wow, this is pretty good. That's a cherry lime one. What do you think? It's good. So this was introduced at the Olympia, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they have all these new flavors. Obviously, we're big cola. They, we they actually right here. remember they they searched that for, at the Olympia and they found it for us. But <laughs> uh, so we're going to do a little um, review on what we've been doing for the last couple of weeks. Because I know we had some. What was our last episode that launched? Uh, uh, the last one we did was with uh, Brian Shaw. Okay, so but that was quite a w- little ways ago. So we've had a few trips. Um, obviously, F one's over in Vegas. The traffic is still ridiculous. I actually went to strip to eat on Friday night at Prime. Um, it's a steakhouse in Bellagio. So some of you guys that that came here before. Horrendous traffic. How it was, was the it? night was of wrestling? the UFC. The oh. food was great. The food was great. Uh, Vegas, I d- thought, died out as we got into December, but it was very, very busy. Mm-hmm. Strip is still crazy. They've cleaned up a lot from the F1. We they did still, not attend any of those events, but we heard, Yeah, we heard, you know, it was cool, but at the same time, I believe, Make sure I piece. think, it, I think it was, um, it was hyped up a lot. And I just don't know how many people we actually were related to that actually attended. I know a lot of people attended the event, mm-hmm. but less people flew in for it than I expected. Yeah. That we knew the, the,
1: from the videos and pictures I saw, it just, I think what happened was they tried to jump the price up so high because it's Las Vegas Mm -hmm. and not everyone would come. And I think they just, the scalpers or whoever else made the tickets so ridiculous that people said, oh, I'm just not going to go. So it wasn't that busy at the actual show, but Vegas was still busy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we were, we were coming back from somewhere around that time or we just, we, I don't know what we were doing, but it wasn't some, something we really wanted to to For, go down, and I know that some I of the forgot. races, it was late at night as the actual race on that sighting of the UFC. There was fight a race that. and there was a UFC fight the same yeah. day, so it yeah. was like super late. I think it started at like eleven or something. So, uh, but we we attended the Sweden Expo, and this is something that we, <clears throat> this is the fitness festival, mm-hmm. and I was there. Dorian Yates was there. Kevin Leverone was there. Sean Ray was there. Chris Cormier. Chris Cormier was Breon. there. Brian was there. Who am I missing? I think that was- we haven't attended this show since twenty nineteen. Yes. And we also piggybacked a awesome event in Denmark Copenhagen, in Copenhagen. Denmark. Uh but let's talk a little fitness festival. So Christian and the team once again put together a you know, last year I think they had the event, but it was very limited. And they brought us back this year. Uh tremendous. I mean the trip I thought the trip was you know, we we did, uh, we flew over. Uh, we were kind of nervous about connection because it seems like every plane is late these <laughs> days. And luckily you spaced it enough. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Both legs coming, going like two, two and a half, three hour layovers. They're and we layovers. barely made it with those layovers. Hey, look, every time,
1: like I used to, years ago when I'd book flights, I'd always go, okay, where's the layover that's an hour? Because then by the time you land, you walk, it's already yeah. boarding. It's easy. Now you're like, you okay, need I need one in. at least two hours yeah. because every plane is 30 or 40 minutes late or sometimes an hour late, and then you're racing to get to the next one. And if, if you have an hour layover, like, oh, sorry, you're stuck. We'll
0: put you on the next but, flight. So, so let's talk a little bit about, so we're United Flyers. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are Delta. Mm-hmm. I don't even what your stat. What was the status? Okay, Delta. So why is it important to try to stick to the same airline. Explain this, especially so, for people that travel extensively.
1: For, for a couple reasons. The, the most important reason is if you travel a lot and you're going to get stranded at some point, whether it's mechanical or weather or something.
0: It's not very positive thinking.
1: It is, but you're going to. Stranded meaning like a plane's going something to, something's right? going to happen, you're going to get stuck. Or there's a whole horrible snowstorm. If you have the highest status,
0: they're going to make sure you're the first one out of there. I know, but we're one K, so yes. we're we're not global. There's one higher, yeah. Okay, so that's an invite. So away. it goes silver, gold, platinum. Okay, one K, yes. So so uh, so not everyone's going to travel one K status. No. So what does that mean? If if what if they're what if they're silver? Then you're. I mean, you have a priority.
1: N- yes and no. You're you're you have a higher priority than someone who Is doesn't have that ticket.
0: What yes. if someone's buying a first class ticket and you're they not don't as have high status? As silver? Really? No. It's it's status
1: matters. Because, okay. So if you spend a thousand dollars on one flight, but if you're a silver, that means you spent eight thousand dollars on that on the airline throughout the year. So they're gonna give you press. Okay, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna give. All our people on here, anyone that's listening or viewing this, okay, especially the people in the fitness community, Mm -hmm. the first thing you should do when you take your first flight, and if, you know, some people, they have not flown. Mm -hmm. Some of our younger people, uh, some people that just haven't traveled. Guys, sign up for the loyalty program. How important is that? It is. You have no
1: idea how many known people have no programs. (laughs) We know a lot, right? (laughs) And sometimes I'll be like, you don't
0: have what? Like, ah, I don't want to do that. I'm and like, why? Why? Tell me. I mean, listen. We just we <laughs> just we just logged into our accounts, right? Yeah. We're both about the same. We're mileage. three thousand miles apart on United. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we have lifetime miles. I mean, I yeah. was, I, at, dude, I had over a million. I think with every airline at certain points because mm-hmm. when I was flying, I was circling certain airlines because it yeah. went by pricing, which people do. Yeah. Now we know better to stick to pretty stick much to one. the same. Mm-hmm. Although I fly Delta sometimes, yeah, American, I mean I,
1: I would still fly Delta from time to time because I there was one year I had a Delta 360, which is Delta 360 is equal to uh, Global Services. It's they have silver, gold, platinum, diamond. Diamond was 125 thousand miles, and then they had Delta 360, which I've only met a couple people in life. I had it one year, but it, it's so important that when you travel a lot, one you're not paying for bags. You get multiple bags for free. Anyone that's on your itinerary gets the same status as you have. You get to get on the plane first to make sure you have uh, your baggage space. in the spot. Yeah. Yep. Once you hit a certain level of status, you get upgrade points for international. So you could book a a thousand dollar flight to Australia, and if the and if it's if it's timed right and you do it right, you can use your points and get upgraded to business for free, which is a sometimes you can ticket. immediately
0: book sometimes an upgrade, but sometimes you get put yeah. on a wait list. Yeah but with your plus points like we have for united yeah it drives you to the front you're at the front of the line yeah yeah especially yeah. with 1k so international
1: you can only get upgraded if you use points it's not domestic anytime you're on a like a lay flat even if you're going from like San Francisco to to Newark and you're on like a 777 or a dreamliner you still got to use plus points okay just-
0: so anything out of this podcast you guys can not listen to the rest but please sign up for <sighs> yes. your loyalty Programs. points program with any airline you fly i have them on, I, on my phone i have every one even
1: ones i fly once in a while like southwest you just it, it's not even that it's just you have access to everything on your phone and too. a lot
0: of these credit cards give you can credit yeah you can get like a united like amex or a chase card and it gives you points like right? Even,
1: even right now so i'm i'm flying to uh south africa in like three days and i i paid for a business ticket and it's a lot of money and I could have booked the cheap economy ticket and used plus points. But we when I was looking, I didn't want to risk not cause that shit's 15 and a half hours yeah, yeah. and the, nonstop. And I was looking at it. I'm going, man, my luck, I'll just, something will happen and the whole plane will saw it and I'll be stuck in economy. So I bit the bullet and paid for a business seat. And now I'm looking on the plane and I'm like, and there's 16 business seats open. I could cancel my ticket, use it as a credit. Is, the
0: problem is 3 days out the ticket's going to be more expensive yeah. than it was. But even if it saves me a thousand bucks, I know. A thousand bucks, a thousand so, bucks. So so to go back, so we we flew it was little iffy on the connections. By the way, I did take advantage of my status cuz they did cancel me going through Germany when I when I come back we from? from Romania. That's right. Yep. And I had to stay overnight. Yep. And they put paid for everything and And I one other paid. thing too, so
1: if you, and I don't know if it's like this on Delta anymore or American, but if you're on United and you have 1K or global services, if your plane gets canceled for any reason, even if it's weather, they will put you at the best room at the hotel at the airport. So this has happened to me in the past where I've gotten stuck in New Jersey. I've gotten stuck in Chicago because of snowstorms. Yeah. If you are if you don't have the status, they'll say, hey, sorry, you're out tomorrow. Uh, we have a discount. You can stay at the day's end. It's it's 20 minutes up the road. But for me, you walk over the counter. Hey, you go into the priority lane. I'm a 1K, and they'll say, "Okay, here you go." The, the Marriott hotel or the W hotels right here, and you have a suite. And here's $75 towards food. So that's another thing that they do as a perk, which matters. Like I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to get global services this year. I think I think you have to spend like 50 grand, and I'm going to be, I think around 45,000 this year. So. I don't think I'll get it, but I think next year I will cuz mm-hmm. next year is going to be ridiculous. So,
0: yeah, so we got there, um we came in on a Thursday. Uh the event we didn't have to schedule, we didn't have to do Friday. We went to the gym, we trained, filmed some content. Saturday Sunday was the event, right? Why don't you tell Celsius talk? also was also a reason that I went? Yep, they brought you. They're along part with of the, the fitness festival and uh we trained every day
1: but i want you to talk about what it took for us to get in the gym across the street yeah. <laughs> with the, with the two doors we get stuck it's pretty smart actually you know, it so is. we
0: went to this we went to this key card and so the hotel <laughs> gave us cards to walk across the street to this gym and by the way it snowed every day we were there and it it yeah. get it gets light at like 9 and it got dark at 3 yeah so the daylight's cut really short in scandinavia right um we don't prepare for this of course we walk over there like i, I actually brought heavier had clothes I, I yeah, shorts oh, on. no i had the heavy jacket remember <laughs> so and you're like i don't own a jacket so anyway <laughs> thanks shout out to young Life for that uh so we walk over and they have these doors so these doors are like enough for one person you open one door and there's just enough space so you got to have that other door the door you just walked through shut in order to swipe another card and to get through no, the second door. To get through the second door. And you can't fit. You, I said, okay, you try it first. And of course, you got stuck in the thing. So I said, oh, it's okay. Well, you, I can open the original door. So, like, we are like, what the hell is going on? And then, so you called the guy, and of course, there's an emergency exit <laughs> on the right instead of going through these double doors. So he's like, just open the emergency. I'm like, are you sure that's okay? So, of course, we go in. and Scan it go and go in. And, you know, it's a really nice gym. We we actually yeah. talked about this gym <laughs> and how this would be a great personal gym. I mm-hmm. mean, it was, it was a Star Trek and everything else. And, of course, there's no one in there. Yeah. But, of course, we go to leave and the alarm goes off and all these people <laughs> we are. We go out to exit. By that time, people are in the gym because we trained fasted, which was <laughs> yeah. great, by the way. This is – you guys want to beat jet lag. I mean, you hit the gym and as much as possible when you're on a trip. And I think it, it helps a lot with your – with a sleep patterns. I actually slept pretty good while I was there, and maybe you not so much. But we were limited a little bit on the food. They did have food prep for us. Um we, we didn't almost carry g- our trifecta. We, all almost the way got, over there. we almost got kicked out. Yeah. For eating it, <laughs> eating Yeah, in the we restaurant. weren't allowed to bring food in, and <laughs> somehow they provided the food, but they still yelled at us <laughs> for doing it. But uh all in all, great expo. I was able to do a seminar there. Um we really wanted to get a couple of those guys on the podcast. We yeah. just couldn't, we actually took the lug we lugged Listen, all this stuff over there so the cameras the whole podcast did went we, did to we, have, Europe. we didn't have mics we didn't have these we mics, have we have right, different yeah.
1: we have wireless mics we bought all the stuff and we lugged the whole podcast around the world and no the times didn't work so
0: but we actually used it for
1: yeah we did we filmed a seminar yeah, and which, we'll post that up probably maybe like right after the new year's we'll we'll post a, a seminar we'll have a couple uh we'll have a second interview with someone that we did that'll launch in January. And cause I'll be overseas for like almost three weeks and we will, uh, we got to utilize that.
0: So it's just learning process. So you set up the cameras. I did a set. So we flew, so we did the expo for two days. Then we flew Sunday night over to uh, Copenhagen. Copenhagen to see Stellan over there who mm-hmm. threw the loaded cop, I mean, has a great business model and everything over there. So, we weren't sure what was going to happen. We were kind of paying attention to the seats, but we pretty much sold out almost 400 seats, which was capacity. Yeah. Uh, of course, you were like, "We're going to knock this out in three hours. You're going to speak for an hour, do a meet and greet for an hour, and sign merch for an hour." Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> it was like what six hours it turned into like two
1: hours for the the. Seminar, I spoke a long time, yeah. And then it was probably maybe to another two and a half to three hours. Like I think we got there at what 4:30. I think we left around 11.
0: But I'll tell you what it might take away of the whole trip, okay? And big shout-out to everyone that came out and waited because the lines were tremendous at all locations. The kids. Yeah. The age bracket. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Were all the young kids coming to see us at this? And I said, how do you guys follow this? YouTube, social media, TikTok. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. The parents brought the kids and, you know, now what's falling in my lap is that the adults now that followed some portion of my career now have children that are introduced to weight training, which I which I feel, listen, back in our era, they used to talk about, oh, you start to train too early, going to stunt growth. I truly don't believe that's. I think, it's I think if fact. someone took drugs it could but not training, uh, I, I not. don't I don't think you know people, no. oh especially not over there cuz everyone seems to be tall right yeah. uh it, it's weird in those in those places I mean even when I used to go like when I traveled to Holland these I mean they have some of the tallest people in the world right yeah. um but the younger generation are coming out to these events and they're well aware of everything that goes on I mean that seminar we did was a lot of open discussion about everything we had a lot of questions in there um, the kids are engaging. I mean, they're aspiring, and the parents seem to be super supportive of it. I, you know, I, I think there's there's a pat there's a reason for this, and
1: and I'm not going to point the finger at anyone else, but there there are people in the industry that have big followings, and they do YouTube videos and stuff, but they don't give you information. You know, hey, I'm training chest. You actually. Put information out there. You go on TikTok and you say, Hey, this is how I'm training my chest. Yeah. You explain it in detail. I want you to do this. I want you to contract the muscle. I want you to. So you're putting information that when parents see it and their kids wanting to train, they could forward mm-hmm. it to the kid and say, Hey, who's this? Who's this old guy on here? Well, that's Jay Cutler. He was one of the top guys when 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 I followed it. And now this kid becomes a fan because he watches this one on chest and biceps and calves and this and this to where a lot of other people that are the known people in our industry that are younger, that have YouTube videos, they don't go into depth about, they don't put information that the fan base can actually
0: use. You know why I do that though? I'll tell you, because when I joined the gym at 18, I would ask guys, and, and listen, I probably got wrong information, but you know, basic things like how do you train legs or chest or whatever. And I, you know, got to group up with a couple guys and work out. And of course, they would try to make me sick, you know, overwork me. But we had magazines and we had articles in there. And I saw the Rich Gasparis and the Lee Haney's and, of course, Arnold's. And I read Bob Harris's Beyond Built book, you know, from from GNC when I was 16. And you had to make those routines come alive. I feel today... It's almost like a non-thinking process to to just watch someone go through a workout and be able to say okay this is how many reps count the repetitions watch the the actual movement and see okay what at what plane did I push the weight or what did, when I did the rows where did I pull the weight to you can visualize all those things so I think it's really important now is to have okay what's the mindset as you are going through this and and so people can be trained when they go to the gym it's not just about going in there and having no game plan whatsoever and just mo- moving weights, right? You have to have some sort of a plan of action, mm-hmm. and there has to be a tempo. There has to be a rest time. You have to explain all these things, and those are yeah. things that we had to learn through trial and error, yeah. right? And that not everyone's going to rest 45 or 60 seconds, right? I think the main thing, I'm, I focus on 12 repetitions. It's like a, a whole little thing they have on TikTok now because it seems like everything I did was 12s. And indirectly, if I don't count reps, I still seem to fall in that 12 repetition range, right? Yeah. And you know, if anyone loves to train, it's me, right? Always. I don't miss any days. We didn't miss one single day when we were there, which was great. And I actually dragged you to the gym and you're not even, you've fallen out of training now. And explain a little bit what's going on. And I want you to be honest and open because I think a lot of people go through this period. It's the end of 23 I feel like this has been the least amount that you've trained in, in a the while, l- since yeah. I've known you. You know, you know what it is.
1: I had shoulder surgery in 2014, and in the for, for the first 18 months, I was not allowed to train because I tore my labrum off completely. I have six screws in my shoulder, and I remember the 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 surgeon telling me, "You're never going to be able to lift like you once did." And he tried to pound that in my head, and I, I didn't ignore, listen, but I. For, the, for 18 months, I didn't train my upper body because I it, it was it's so painful. And then there's a period where I started getting back into it and training like I normally did, heavy, heavy, heavy. Every once in a while, my shoulder gets tweaked. And when it happens, it hurts, and I'm out for like
0: six to eight weeks. It's just so, like, even— But why? Why does it get tweaked? Is I don't a, know. Is this a sleeping issue? It or could is be, it a, is it in the gym? Do you remember like, never oh, I went in the, in the, the bench press? Because I feel like you'd still train heavy when yeah, you do. I do. I mean, you still went, you went last week and you bragged to me about doing I could still three do, plates or still, something. Yeah, you know? It doesn't,
1: it doesn't, I mean, my strength never goes away and, and I don't know why it just doesn't, but it just, every once in a while, it could be a sleeping, it could just, something happens. It could be me one day picking something up and I'm like, oh, it, it did something and it's painful. It's never happened from the gym. And when that happens, it just triggers that in my head. And I just, I don't want to go to the gym unless I can train the way I like to train. I like, I don't need to lift as heavy as I once did, but I want to go in there and feel like I'm actually doing something. And if I can't, it just makes me not motivated to even be there. I don't even want to look in it. And, it, you know, even now, over the last, let's just say, two months, it's been like this. I go once or twice a week and I'm in there for maybe 30 minutes. And that's it. And it's like, I force myself to do
0: that. I know, but sometimes I'm in there 30 minutes and I'm doing yeah. 15 sets, bro. You do. It, it, see, where you I, I, I hate the time. Like, there's no time limit yeah. of a gym, right? No,
1: like, like I'll, I'll go in there and I'll go, okay, I'm going to do three exercises. Because I want to do something. I'll go in there and do three exercises. I'll do four, three exercises, four sets. I'm in, I'm out, I walk out, and that's it. So I just, I don't have that, uh, like, I used to get excited to go to the gym. Where, you think you're ever going to get it back? Yeah, yeah, I think I will for sure. It just, it just, this last couple months with all the traveling, me sleeping horrible, the, the diets now. I've only eat like twice a day. I know, but that's but, not good. I know it's not, but my shoulder hurting and all these this stuff with. I, look, I've been home one week, one week in the last six months. It just, it just pounds on you, and it's just I'm not motivated to go to the gym. Now I still do three or four days a week, even though. I'm not going to the gym. I wake up. There's an EOS across the street from me, and I just go walk in the treadmill for 30 minutes. I'll, I'll still do that. Sometimes I fast for the first half of the day. I don't eat till like 5 o'clock. Sometimes I eat right away. I'll go next door to like Stacks and Yolks or something and just get a normal breakfast. I don't eat like horrible like, like someone would assume. Like even when I go like to these pancake and waffle places, I, I always get an omelet. Like I get an omelet, hash browns, coffee. I don't want pancakes. I don't want all that. You know, that's just not my thing, but...
0: I don't know, I just... This did you ever think you'd hit that low where you not motivated to work out coming from uh, the background that you did? Because at one point you wanted to be a pro. Yeah, yeah, builder. yeah. I mean,
1: I mean, I... But the way I went about it, as you get older, you realize that was not the correct way. You know, I went into the gym and I wanted to lift. It wasn't 10 to 12, it was 6 to 8. Because I wanted you, to you be strong. Do you think you trained too heavy? For sure, 100%. Instead of slow contracting i mean i didn't like bounce it off my chest but i didn't do it as slow as i could i didn't contract the
0: way i could what is your least favorite body part to work out you think Mm, like right now no like just the time.
1: i think you know when i was younger i would say probably arms you know i used to love training legs i love back i love shoulders because i because i could move a lot of weight and no matter who you are like you're not lifting heavy with your arms it's not impressive you know, and, and I love just... It's repetitive too. Yeah, yeah. I love getting under heavy weight. You know, whether it was squatting and doing... I remember I used to do the five plates and you'd go all the way down. And I know this is horrible for me. I would go all the way down until my ass touched my my heels and I'd let it bounce for a second. And then I'd pop up. I'd go down and oh, make sure I'm all the way to the bottom. And I'd pop up and now I'm What thinking, do you think like,
0: five plates would do to you right now? Oh my God, dude. I couldn't <laughs> do two plates. <laughs> I would just collapse. <laughs> but You know, but... But no, I, I, I'm sure. Isn't I, it funny we brag about the gym culture in Vegas and how we can train at a different gym every day? And <laughs> and, 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 and you're like, I don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> I know. Every time you would like, I call you and you're like, Where are you? I said, oh, I'm at working out. You're like, oh, Fuck, man, I just haven't felt like going at all. <laughs> no, you know? I just, I just,
1: and it, it. This happened one other time in my life, in probably in my early 30s, when I was in the music industry and I was gone for like three, four months, and. Back then I used to pull 16 to 20 hour days, seven days a week. And I remembered thinking to myself, I was like, you want to go work out? And I'm like, dude, no, I just want to, I just, I got three hours. I want to take it. I just want to sleep because you're just so beat. But I, even now, like when I went, I went and trained yesterday and I trained a little bit longer and a little bit heavier and I woke up this morning, I'm like, okay, I'm getting that feeling back in my chest. And I'm like, all right, so tonight I'll go train. I'll probably go train shoulders tonight. You know, and, and I, I mean, I still, go it's funny though, like even now, like when I go to the gym and I'm like, I total, I train like a total pussy, but I guarantee you I could still out train most of the guys that you think are it's hurt. It's a challenge, you know, for you guys out there. So <laughs> if you come to Vegas, you want to get him to work. Oh, oh man. Oh, I know at my peak, I would, I'd be a problem, but I'm old now. <laughs>
0: I wonder if you get more motivated as we head over because we already we're looking at an Arnold Classic. They just picked all the, the, uh, the potential, Mm -hmm. potential, and I say that lightly because there's a list, but this is the invitation. But let me explain to me how the Arnold, uh, how they decide who they're going to invite. Don't they register?
1: So so the people that want to compete from from what I. Understand the people that want to compete, you go on the website, you put in your name, the shows you've won, your you know, this, this, this. And then you put your name in saying, I want to do the Arnold. Mm-hmm. From that, the Arnold committee, and I'm not, I'm, I kind of have an idea who's, I'm not hundred percent who's on it. They determine which people they're going to, because it's limited. It's invite yes, only. It's invite. I don't know the it's criteria. 12. It's like in 12. Around 12. Or, yeah. I don't know the criteria, but if I remember right. They, they don't want um, they don't want Shooting people
0: podcast I'll call you back
1: they they don't want people to do their debut yeah like their pro debut and I from what I understand in the past like they're they're looking for people that got like a history of winning shows mm-hmm. they want it to be like like the elite you know so like if you're just a guy that turned pro and and you just go into the Arnold unless you're a massive name I think you're you're you gotta you gotta you gotta earn that right to get that invite. From what I understand, I could
0: be completely wrong, and if I'm wrong, someone tell me. But well, there's some stellar names on that, and this is like every year we say this lineup. But I mean, Hottie's on there. Uh, Andrew Jack is on there. Yep. Samson, returning champ, is on there. It's three of the top five in the world. I know, but no, but we got everyone except Derek, Derek, and Nick. When well, Nick, well, was it was out. But yeah. but all the top, as you would expect, mm-hmm. this is like going back to the 90s, early yeah. 2000s. Your top five at the Olympia, besides the champ, mm-hmm. is coming to, to grab that title. And hell of a prize now. And two weeks later. The Arnold UK. Yes.
1: So here's, here's a question, and, and, and I haven't heard anyone ask this. If you were Derek... Who just became the best in the world, would you think that any of these guys can beat you and you could go get another three hundred grand? Yeah. I, I would
0: actually consider it. Well, you
1: did it. <laughs> you did it when it was a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, it was a Hummer too, and a watch. But still, uh, you know. but still, you win the Olympia and you win yeah. the Arnold, and then you go in the Arnold UK, that's a million bucks.
0: Listen Samson Samson's having one hell of a run right now. I mean, obviously he's front runner even above hottie i believe because mm-hmm. you, he's the returning champ right i have mm-hmm. to give the champ credit i know hottie's been above him the last couple shows um on the olympia stage but the samson hold victorious here again and where is nick walker i, I don't in know in this equation
1: I, I i'm not sure where where nick is uh, from the from the the kind of I'm, I'm not going to speak for him by any means but I don't, I don't know if he's if he's fully healed yet, and he's able to train the way he needs to, because I'm assuming if he could, he,
0: he guest posed dude and looked, he's
1: still tremendous. Shredding. I I would assume that if he was able to, like health wise, if his leg was back up, I would assume he would say, "I'm going to go show all you
0: guys I would have won the Olympia." <clears throat> but we talk about the money, okay? And I know Chris Bumstead was just on Patrick B. David. Yeah, and he was, you know, they they had they're talking about this fifty thousand dollars for classic physique yeah. and and uh, how re- relative it is to his mindset. And he went on record and said it's not really about the money, right? Of course not. And I can promise you, it was not with me until later in my career. I yeah. started to think about the money when I would prepare for a contest, right? Yeah. But I didn't pick or choose. I'm not going to do that one because it's only ten grand versus a hundred, or yeah, like I took steps to get there. Okay, you built your way up to the Arnold, and I know that like they were trying to talk about Chris winning, you know, ten Olympias or nine to set the record. But I think the confusion is, is you know, that's classic physique. It's been a limited time, six years now. Is six, it? Yeah, so seven years, so, no, eight, eight. So you know, when he would you compare the track record to a Schwarzenegger or no. a Haney or, I mean, no. how 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 is that comparable? It's it's not comparable.
1: Yeah, you know, there's. The other divisions were put in place with restrictions. It's not the Mister Olympia. Arnold is a seven-time Mister Olympia. Mm -hmm. He beat everybody that was in that class. That was the only class. Chris has five classic physique titles, but that's not the same as one Open Olympia. It's not, you know. And And they asked
0: him if he wanted to do the open, and I know we've got. I mean, we had Sean here. I said it a long time ago, and everyone called me nuts, and I said. I yeah. think Chris would do well in an open show, depending yeah. on what it is. Yeah, but they were trying to say, okay, let's change the narrative, and let's try to basically make Chris Bumstead the ideal physique, and mm-hmm. let's kind of diminish. That's how I took it: is like let's diminish the open bodybuilding. But realistically, who who is coming? Who is coming to watch that show? Is it for the open class, or both, or is so?
1: To uh, me there to me there's an easy answer for this. The Olympia has been selling out for as far as I can remember. It's going to sell out this year, next year. But is year. it
0: selling out because it's limited space though is the question.
1: I don't know. I mean, I regardless if if you removed if you removed half of the divisions, it's still going to sell out. People want to see the freaks. They want to. Now Chris himself is wildly popular.
0: He's 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 he, 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 a freak for the division. No, he is
1: he's just no, He's an anomaly for the whole industry. Period. Chris himself is that person, but the division he's in is not going is not doing otherwise, the numbers.
0: Otherwise, if Chris, like they're in the expo on prejudging, right? Yeah. Wouldn't the expo be bananas yes. crowded if yes, if a percentage of his following was <laughs> showing up for what it?
1: What I would say is this and someone could argue with me if they think I'm wrong. If you took two arenas and you put the open here and it's $1,000 a ticket and you put classic here and it's $1,000 a ticket, I can assure you the side with the open is going to be crazy packed and the other side is not
0: going to be. I'm sure people would have their opinions about that, but that's your opinion. That's my opinion, But when we coverage these shows, okay, we will bring up, I want to touch into the classic a little bit because there's some... Everyone, so big names. Everyone's in it except Chris. Chris. yeah. Okay, so I love this for the Arnold Classic. Yes. Okay, I was a three-time winner there. You know, my trophy's here. Uh, Brian is probably ecstatic about this lineup. It's a, ser- it's a serious battle. But the question is, is we still have 11, 10 weeks. Let's see what falls in between. Is there going to be fallouts or... Like right now, this is the invitation list and we need confirmation that all these people Hottie's the big question mark. Hottie shows up, how dangerous is he to win this contest? Look, I, I would I, just if you were to pick, I mean, when we do this roundup and who's gonna be our potentially win this thing. I think Hottie's the front runner. That's just me. I have to give Samson that credit. We though. can
1: give we can give Samson the credit as a former champion, but Hottie just beat him. And
0: and we also yes. have to give Brandon Curry. It's I don't think he's on the list, he's he? on the list. He's on the list. He's not on this one here. You sure? Yeah. I
1: mean, I mean he might be. Oh, no, I, I don't see he him. He told that. us he was going to compete. Yeah, he said, but I don't I don't know if he is or isn't. I thought he was um, on the list. I, I would say someone, I, I just think the winner of the Arnold's, though, usually the front runner, okay. because that's the last show, that's the biggest show before the Olympia. But once you get to the Olympia, that's when it's decided like, hey, now going into the Arnold, whoever won at the Olympia is gonna be the front runner to the Arnold, but then the winner of that's the front runner. It's kind of like a, a rotating in, in my opinion. I, I was a front runner <laughs> at the Olympia, except Ronnie was Yeah, but Ronnie. you kept getting you got second here and one here. Second so you were the front runner on from yeah, yeah. both angles. So I I don't know at the end of the day I love going to a show where I don't like have like a stake in the outcome. I do, just do you I have, want to see a good show. Who
0: would you root for though? Would you root for Hadi because in the, at the Olympia, it was a close call, and he of course he was the title holder. Or would you root for Sampson, who cleaned up after the Olympia, won it last year, has potentially you know he's a UK guy, yeah, he's going to go to the the Ohio, and he's going to he's going to win four hundred fifty thousand possibly, possibly. How's how that? So for a I'm going gi- to
1: give a politically correct answer. I'm not rooting for. I just want the best guy to win. If it's Samson, I hope he wins. If it's Hottie, I hope he wins. If if someone comes from the back and and Antoine w- deserves a win, oh, yeah. I hope he wins. So I just like seeing. I have no stake in the outcome. There. Are you looking
0: forward to seeing the guy from Colombia? Um. Yeah. I mean, seeing him in person. Like we saw. They say, Chris was raving about him. Chris Cormier was like, "You have to see him in person." Kevin Lebron I'm told sure, me, "I'm sure he looks ridiculous in person."
1: Like you, he looks ridiculous on stage. I mean, he. But obviously, in person, he. I'm sure he doesn't look real. I'm sure he's The the only person I ever saw in my life that looked that cartoonish was Ronnie, and he looks like he might even be more cartoonish than Ronnie. <laughs> so it's. I'm looking did, forward to seeing it. Did you ever see Victor Richards? I never saw him in person. No, pretty incredible. No. I'm sure he was even. I mean, because he was, what mid three hundreds. He wasn't the tallest. Was
0: so we will be present yeah. um, for Ohio and for UK. We have to. We have to get someone locked in for our for our traveling podcast.
1: We could. Okay, That's I'll, your job.
0: No, I'll. I'll. I'll
1: we just got to make. No, we're, we're going to have plenty of time. Yeah. We. No. We can. We can. I'm sure if I ask Brian for a an area where we can set up the cameras and stuff, I'm I'm sure we can. I, I want Arnold, man. I
0: want Arnold. I'm calling him out right now. Okay, call it to the camera. Yeah. Arnold, we want you <laughs> on this podcast, and we'll come to you. How's that? <laughs> what if he so, denies? He's going to deny. Know. You know what? <laughs> Just I'm going to say, okay, it's either that or we hey, have listen. to grab a workout at Gold's Gym. You know, <laughs> we'll set maybe it up outside. Cor- yeah, maybe we can corner him in the water. I mean, he did it yeah. with. Uh, we can have Logan, like we can know? have like
1: three people like rush around
0: him and set up the cameras quick. That is my bucket list. Person for twenty four. Yeah, we we've now crossed a hundred episodes. Okay, we yeah. didn't even talk about that. I know because it happened when we were on the road. One hundred episodes, you guys. Can you imagine? We started this in my house, and you know, here we are. What are you are like, talking about it still in your yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like here we are, man. A Can you? You were saying to me, "Gosh, a hundred. How many? How many views? I, it's you, over like ten million. Hours?
1: Okay, I don't know. Over ten million, I think." That's crazy. I mean, I could look it up right now.
0: You know, I don't know. I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it's. uh, Did you think it would ever go that far? Um, And did you think the the engagement from all our viewers, listeners, everyone else? Because we're, I mean, we're everywhere now. I mean, we're well over fifty thousand subs now, and, uh, you know, we're we're trending uh, in the up and up. I mean, we've been very consistent doing week after week on this thing. Yeah, I mean, I would say. what was your expectation though? We didn't really have an expectation. We kind of just But you call me some nights and don't don't lie. Tell everyone what you say to me sometimes. You're really surprised that hey. No, this no, is- no, no, I'm surprised that you you know why I think you know why I think it does very well?
1: There's a lot of inauthentic people out there. there's a lot of inauthentic staged whether they're podcasts, whether they're YouTube channels, whether they're Instagrams or whatever. There's a lot. This one here. This isn't a fancy production crew.
0: What are you talking about, man? Oh,
1: yeah, it's massive. I wish we could show what it looks you, like. I you know. know. If people saw this, they wouldn't want to listen. To <laughs> <laughs> there's no fancy crew. Like, there's times people will message like, hey, man, you're engineer. Like, there's no engineer. It's me. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just winging it. So there's nothing fabricated. There's nothing. We don't have teleprompters. We don't have all these, like, professional. This is just you and I sitting here talking. We only bring guests in person. We have no list of of of. There's there's no pre production meeting or this or this. We just turn the camera on and we just. It's so talk. funny.
0: So we've, we we are starting this thing, and he's like, "All right, so let's list list list." And I said, "Just press go. Let's go." <laughs> yeah. and we get started, you know,
1: but 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 you know what though? When you when you have that when it's just a conversation, mm-hmm. it's more authentic than if you just. If it's more of a stage production, because then it doesn't come across. Well, as what's authentic. your
0: take? Um, what's your take on Derek winning the Olympia? Now he's mm-hmm. he was just at Mel Chansey's show, the Holiday Classic this posed. past weekend, and he was there speaking, and you know he guest posed at Weinberger's show. Like the next week, looked incredible. Of course, a week after Olympia, but yeah. um, he took his shirt off at, at a show. Did you see what he looked like? Um, his ba- back I'm sure was looks crazy. Ridiculous. We should probably put a picture up there of what it looks like. But
1: you know what? I, you know what I really like for him. That and, and I know we talk about this, and I hear a lot of the chatter behind the scenes with this. Derek won the 212, and he said, I want to be Mr. Olympia. And he didn't call himself Mr. Olympia, he went and did what somebody who wants that title is supposed to do. He strapped him up, he came into the open, and he fought, and he earned it. And I like that for him that he said. I want that
0: title. Uh, well, you know I uh, want that. Dude, I mean I saw I it. saw Keon at yeah. at you know the car classic mm-hmm. um shortly after and he still discusses, you know, he's two twelve champ now, but he wants to be an open guy too. I'm sure. I'm
1: sure one day he will. You know, I'm sure one day everything's a process, so like Keon just won this. You know, Derek gotta remember Derek was top two for a while. You know, like he was he was right there. Well he fell the fifth,
0: I think, one year or something. Yeah. So
1: and then he... So he was right in that mix, right out the gate. And once he won him, he's like, okay, I, I, I proved myself on this level.
0: Let me go to the next level. Oh, uh, well, I just remember. So, I remember when Flex Lewis was talking about, mm-hmm. you know, he had won seven, he holds the record for 212. And he says, you know what? The hype of him doing this, the open with that year that he was kind of thinking, okay, I'm going to move in that direction, it was like crazy publicity, right? Yeah. And look at what Derek. He was able to say, you know what? And we sat here on this podcast, and we questioned his choice of the Arnold Classic last year because was yeah. big money. He got second at the Olympia. Mm-hmm. Boy, if he wins the Olympia, he's going to shove it down our throats that we thought he should have moved. I in still that think direction. I, he
1: could have won both. Yeah, he probably could. I think yeah. he could have. I mean, yeah, the guys have done that in the same year. You yeah, know? for sure. I mean, Brandon Curry did it. Dexter, Dexter did, did it, it. Yeah, Ronnie did it. I mean, you were top two in the – like, yeah. of course, he. I believe he could have done it. I'm not going to say whether or not he should or shouldn't have done it because that's his choice. That's him and his his family and his wife and his co- – that's that's his choice, and he that's the choice he made. Mm-hmm. But I think he could have won. He could have. I, I believe he could have. If he won the Olympia, he could have won the Arnold. I believe he could go in and win the Arnold this time around too. If now, he chose now to. let,
0: let me ask you this. The Samson we saw at the Prague show, which I believe was his final contest of the season. Was that a better version than the Mr. Olympia?
1: Mm, he was bigger at the so. Olympia. I
0: don't think so. I just you know look, uh, just like anything else, what does he, he a need to do? To, what does he need to do? He to just
1: win. Just needs to get hard.
0: But he, hard and conditioned. I mean, He's got all the he, size. He in shows. The world. Does he show up like last year and still win this contest? No, I don't think so. No, why? That's not going to work against Hottie. Why do you think Hottie's going to nail I his think, condition? think. I think,
1: and this is my opinion. I think Hottie's the most head-to-toe complete guy out there For as far as conditioning, proportions. Like around, I think he's – that doesn't mean he can't be beat because he can. Samson could overwhelm him. If Samson has enough conditioning, it's going to take more conditioning to beat Hottie because, remember, Samson was kind of the odd guy out with, with Derek and Hottie are more comparable. If it's – let's just say it's, it's Derek or let's just say it's Samson and Hottie are the top two – it's not the same because Hottie's just, just nasty. If there's everywhere. anyone
0: on that list that we have for the current Ohio contest, is there anyone that stands out that could shake up the top five that maybe we're not talking about? Um, let's see. So we got Raphael Randall. Okay, so we haven't seen what he's took a year off to get bigger and he's look looked- look, he beat Samson. Yeah. No, no. No, he got second um, to Samson
1: yeah. in uh, in Prague. When Regan got third. Um, he's in there. Hottie Samson, Horse MD. He's pretty who, good. He's that, pretty good. Yeah, I, he's 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 right up there. John De La Rosa, Mohamed Shaban, James Hollingshead. James is a guy that we haven't, we haven't seen. seen him in a minute. Yeah, Andrew Jacked, which Andrew was in the mix to win last year. If he would have won the Arnold last year, I don't think people would have complained. You know, it was it was just a yeah, an opinions. Um, Nexilla, which yeah. we haven't seen, Justin Rodriguez, Antoine, and Akeem Williams. So there's – That's a great lineup. It's it's a really, really good lineup. And, I mean, I w- I would assume it's it's Hottie, Andrew, and Do you think Nexilla the,
0: can shake it up? My personal opinion, I don't – I hate to say it, Nexilla. What's his – it's Ru- Rubio. 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 Okay it's not to be disrespectful so, cuz so again he's got a lot more than a neck now for sure yes. you know? <laughs> i would say
1: there's a lot of guys in that lineup that are big and shapely and i think he might have a little bit harder time against guys that are that are look i mean i know he's huge but Samson's pretty damn big and andrew is pretty damn big and hottie from for his height it, he he's not he doesn't have a weakness so I think he's going to have a. I'm assuming he's going to be compared, but I don't know what he's going to look like in that mix, you know? So we'll see. I mean, anytime you have Hottie in a show, you're going to have to be conditioned. You're going to. And he's got the Olympia hardware to back him. And, and that, I think that matters. So, but Is I'm that not. A, it was it surprising that he entered this contest or no, put in for it? No, I, I think just look, I don't know Hottie at all. I know him as good as you do. But just from the outside looking in, it just seems like he's a guy that loves competing Training. and loves bodybuilding, and I would be willing to bet you, and we could ask Connie this or someone else, I'd be willing to bet you winning an Arnold Classic trophy is on his bucket list too. It can't, there's no pretty, way. Pretty, pretty cool that the governor give you a- Of course. There's no way anyone can ever tell me that they say, yeah, I just want to win the Olympia. And you mean to tell me you don't want to have Arnold Schwarzenegger hand you a trophy? Talk a little bit about the classic physique. So classic, we have... So we have
0: our buddy Urz in there. We yep. have Ramon. We have Brian. We Eric have Brown. Terrence Ruffin, right? Um, no, Terrence I don't think is. Okay. Good.
1: Darren Farrell, Urz, and uh, let's see, Courage, Opara, yep. Damian Patrick, good, yep. um, Emmanuel Riccati. No, Terence Ruffin is on
0: here. Okay, I thought I thought he
1: said he wasn't doing it. He was opening.
0: A gym so or we have a we have a Basley Vissers. Okay, yep. who's who we saw well, in him. UK win over there? He looked tremendous. Look, I mean,
1: when you look at this lineup, you have the 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 former champion. Brian's a former champion. He's a former Olympia winner. Terence is a former champion. Urs yep. has got second. I mean, uh, this is outside of Seabum. What else could you have here? What else? Like who else? Who else could you add to this? That would this right here is the Olympia lineup minus Sebum. So now,
0: so let's talk about the break that these guys have had between. It's a little longer than last year because December was the year prior, right? Olympia. So now they have a little more time to prep. Yeah. I can speak from this because like I had the kind of the same gap. Well, actually, a little more, but yeah. But I pretty much had a month off of like just getting into a normal routine, enjoying some of the holidays, and then it was like full tilt back. Yeah. So, you know, the mindset has to stay on track. You know, these guys in Classic who have to make weight caps, you know, obviously they had to pay a little more attention, especially during the holidays, right? Because yeah, some of these guys are massive in the offseason. Yeah. I mean, they get a lot bigger. So that division's grown tremendously. And, and, uh, who
1: would you say, would you say the front runner is the, is Ramon just because he won last uh, and he got second? You
0: know, I mean, yeah, but. can Who can beat him? I mean, Urs, maybe. I mean, Ramon's. I mean he's since they increased the weight cap, I think he's holding a little more, and you know, listen, I heard mixed opinions at the Olympia on Ramon and Seabum Seabum, mm-hmm. I don't think dominated like he did the year prior. I felt like like Ramon had he closed that gap a little more mm-hmm. um, but Seabum's stage present definitely puts yeah. him head and shoulders, above you know it. It so it i'm I'm hoping that we see Ramon with a little more confidence stage presence uh you know, those things. Because, you know, listen, Urs is very polished, right? I mean, Terrence is the best poser in all I've of the I've always bo- said Terrence. I think know? Terrence is one of the most
1: complete and, head-to-toe bodybuilders. And we saw the best
0: Breon ever, mm-hmm. almost. I mean, questionable. Like, but he, was he better than when he won it? Mm-hmm. I mean, this was the best he had been in some time, right? You
1: know what it is when, it, when I think about this lineup and you were talking about, like, Sebum versus other guys? Sebum has a je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. And for people that don't know what that means, he's got the it factor. Yeah, he does, yeah. And that it factor matters. He's got it all around, honestly. It, he's got, and, and and it's something you can't describe it. Mm-hmm. You can't point it and say that's what it is. But when he gets out there and next to the other guys, he just stands out. Even if guys have better arms than him or they have better legs or they have better, it, your eyes go back to him. He's got the Genesiqua. And until somebody else comes up there that takes it, I... I don't know. I don't know if he's uh I w- I kind of wish Sebum would have done a show like this cuz that would have been cool.
0: Hey, he's seeing listen. he's got so many great things going on It's right like now. but
1: but there's got to be on his bucket list of Arnold Schwarzenegger's walking across the stage to hand me an but, award. But but shout gotta, out to shout
0: out to Sebum, man, yeah. entrepreneur of the year, oh, know, of course. you know capitalizing on his his success, I mean, developing the fan base that he has, yeah. you know, yeah. traveling. He did travel extensively this year, even, you know, kind of before his prep, he did a lot of mm-hmm. different events. He just came back from Dubai, and, I mean, it's 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 a great year for a lot of these guys, but he's definitely leading the pack, you know. But for me, the most important part of the weekend is watching Angelica get back on stage. And so, Bikini, do we have Laura Lee coming back to yep. defend her title?
1: Yep, Laura Lee's on there. Let me pull this up right here. We have... And Angelica's
0: coming back after, what, a two- or three-year hiatus.
1: So we have... Well, she she her last show was 2020, mm-hmm. and she's had two kids. So we got Angelica. We got Amanda Piera. We got Issa Pacini. Mm-hmm. We got Otiva Maza, We got uh, Phoebe. We got Ellie Fernandez. Ivana Escobar. Uh, Amy Delgado, Laura Lee, Tamika Carter,
0: Vanilla Augusti, Augusta, and Rhoda Ali. I, it seems to be Laura Lee's always, she always seems to peak at, well at this show, right?
1: I mean, look, I, I, obviously, I, I'm going to be biased. You know, there's only, I think is the only one that's beat Angelica on this stage. Um, I think Laura Lee got, like, one place behind her when she didn't win. And then when they did compete at the Arnold last, Angelica, I do believe Angelica beat her. So I would say Laura Lee is going to, on paper, since she's the returning champion, um, and obviously Issa's won the show in the past. Angelica's won two here and two in Australia, so she's got four. It, it, and obviously Amy Delgado, local, she's moving up the ranks, and this will be, a, be a, a really good show. It's a Let's great- talk about Thor's return. That's that's going to be probably one of the biggest things of the weekend. Why? <laughs> is, why? I mean, I don't know the reason he's coming back. I mean, he's you saw they young.
0: just you saw they just had the volcano explode in Iceland, right? Oh, they did. No, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: No, I mean, I mean, he was obviously going to get crazy hype because of you know he was the mountain in Game of Thrones and he won the strong he won the World Strongest Man one year, and he was always that guy. I think he's like an Arnold favorite. Because he's pretty young, still. He's, I think he's like 30 or 31. He's, yeah. I think he is. But I always remembered it was he was the only guy up there that had a six pack. Mm-hmm. And all the other guys are just big, and he looked like like a bodybuilder, kind of. And as he started progressing and, and winning,
0: he obviously the six pack went away and he just got bigger and bigger. It's just so, amazing what the strongman division <sighs> in that like it exploded and. You know, we look at the pioneers. You know, with even like the people that we communicate, like Eddie and Brian, yeah. and all these. I always guys, remember right?
1: Magnus for Magnuson yeah, and, I mean, and all these guys on, uh, on
0: on ESPN Metrics World. Remember when listen, Lou Ferrigno Ma- I it mean, was look, in it? but Mark Henry won the first <laughs> yeah, one yeah. when I was two thousand two, right? And yep. I mean, I remember Bill Casmire. Yep, I mean, Bill Kazmier. But how much is transition? I mean, you remember Franco Colombo did World Strongest yep. Man. Him, and, him and, uh, I remember they were doing that yeah, thing yeah, where yeah. they were yeah. turning and it was. But he also the, bent the bar, you know. Yep.
1: No, I mean, I, I don't know the, if I, when I'm looking at this, they, they have, uh, why am I forgetting the guy's name from Ukraine? He's in it. I think, I wonder if it's on this list or not. Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I want to say they have four or five world strongest men Returning. in this. Yeah, yeah. I think they do. They got the, I'm, I'm forgetting some of the guy's names, but obviously have Thor and is going to be, he's going to have all the cameras on him. One other thing that we didn't talk about, because I know we don't really talk about it a whole lot here, is Alley is doing the Arnold. So she has not. She's yet? never done it, and she's a three-time Olympian. She's the reigning and defending three-time champion of the wellness nice. division at the Olympia, and she's she's doing the uh, she's doing the the Arnold. And I what think- do you
0: think, Drew, to Do that? You think people just look to put that feather in their cap I, I, about I having? I
1: still think no matter what it still comes down to arnold is still that guy and it's 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 got to be on people's bucket list to have him to win his show it's not about the it's that's a i mean you can go to a lot of people that have won multiple shows like having that picture there and arnold's not 25 years old he's getting you know getting that that opportunity to get that picture with him and win his show that's something that that matters.
0: Arnold Classics made me the business mogul that I, I millionaire. Just say it. Yeah. Without it,
1: you wouldn't. And, and I and I've said this to other
0: people. That when, that was the link. Yep. Listen, Olympia was great. Uh, you were already successful when you New won York Olympia. Pro, which was the Night of Champions. Like yes. I bought my first house. I talk about that. But those Arnold Classic wins put me to another level. Because they fell at the time where I was able to capitalize and invest money, save money, and get further ahead and establish Mm -hmm. a bigger fan base, the notoriety, the respect, yeah, and most importantly, uh, it fell like in that sequence of life where I was close, I was around that 30-year-old mark, and it's like people talk about that catapult, right? That mindset and the expectations and- it gave me that credibility. Of course. And I won it three years in a row, which never has been but done, But if you right? think
1: about this, and I've said this to other guys coming up, the money you made off that is still working for you today. Indirectly. But, but, but also the notoriety I made yeah, off that. Of course. Winning the governor I, in one of the most famous... You know, look, I, I know sometimes people in our industry take it for granted He's one of the most famous people to ever walk this planet. And he's done a tremendous amount for this. If it wasn't for Arnold, I would never. I remember watching Conan as a kid and mm. seeing the big muscle guy. I'm sure all of us at some and point or other was motivated, the that motivated. Of course. Or predator yeah. and he's squeezing, you know, with the the shake. Like you are winning that show matters. If somebody said right now, if someone walked in here off the street, our male guy, hey, do you know what the Mr. Olympia is? No, what is that? Do you know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is?
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I won his show, and I, that's the title. That's so how I just explain it. You know, I say they say, "What do you do?" I compete in bodybuilding. I've won the biggest title in the world. Um, I actually just carried it through. I'm like, you know, it's called Mr. Olympia. Arnold won it seven times. Exactly. If I said Lee Haney or Dorian Yates, it would be know. a limited audience yes. that would know, right? It's like yes. people saying Jay Cutler, you know, and he won, you know, they wouldn't know, right?
1: Yep. And it's and it's still. It's still that prestigious. So I love going to the Arnold just because it's not a – I get it, like, for the Olympia, you win a show, you go to it. It's hand-selected. It's not this, you know, massive show where there's hundreds of people. It's – this is the best – obviously, there's, you know, Derek would be – Derek or Nick or whoever else isn't doing it, you know, will be at the Olympia. But it's hand-selected, and you sit up there, and you just get to watch the show – and like I said, me not having a, like especially for men's open or, or even classic, like I'm, I'm friends with guys and I want everyone to do well, but I don't have like invested interest in who doing wins. the bikini division. Well, I do it. Yeah. Because that's, you know, me and Angelica go back to where she couldn't even speak English. So me seeing her progress and looking at her, I'm like, hey, man, look, I know she's 39 and I know she had two kids. She's going to hurt some feelings.
0: Well, I Columbus, Ohio, first weekend but, of March. We will be in the house. So Christmas plans. Okay. I dropped the NG at the airport this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in Jersey with the family. I'm going to spend, we have Daisy sitting over here. She's she's sleeping over should there she, somewhere. Should we, should we, we should put her yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to put Capone and Daisy and we're going to see how many views it gets. Yeah, we're going to see how many views. We're going to put them on prop and you know, I'm going to show you guys how well behaved my dogs are. They're actually just sit there and look around. Cause anytime <laughs> you come to like LA fit expo, which we're heading there, I think it's our next appearance. 20th. Yeah. Uh, We'll have the dogs there. But uh, so Christmas, we're wrapping up another year. I hope we, we kind of want to do a a year in review. We'll possibly. do one before I go, yeah. Okay. I think we're we'll, going to do it in the next couple of days. So uh, we'll kind of wrap up everything and kind of lead into 24. We already have a crazy schedule. I mean, we're really already crazy. looking at Germany, um, obviously UK, Um Right away, we have the Cutler shows, um, you know, in full effect. Guy Sister now. Nino's gym opening, yes, March 23rd. Um, so we Steve have a Weinbergers full event, yes, Steve fe- first. February, first weekend of February. And even
1: for me, like, I have an Italy trip, I have a Qatar trip, I'm going to I'm going to Africa on in three days. Like, my, my schedule is going to be ridiculous, yeah.
0: So uh, we will get back on, but we just wanted to come on and kind of give a little wrap-up of what yeah. we've been doing the last couple weeks because I know we we had guests or whatever, but we want to make sure we guys keep you in touch with just ourselves too. Um, but everything is good. I'm training seven days a week. I'm in full swing. Hopefully we can get you back from South Africa and get you on a training program and uh, give you a little more motivation. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> We don't want to get into how that's built, you know. (laughs) But uh, we appreciate you guys following along. Make sure you guys comment below. What do you guys think about the Arnold Classic versus the Olympia? Who is your front runners? If you guys have a favorite in there. And listen, I think we're going to title this, so Arnold, I want you, okay? So we're really going to. Arnold, I want you on the podcast. Yes, I want you. Uh, So big shout out to Schwarzenegger. Big shout-out to all these competitors, and most importantly, shout-out to all those people that are listening, following along. Please comment. uh, Tell us about your year. Tell us about 2024 plans. Tell us about your picks. And uh, most importantly, stay healthy, and uh, we'll see you guys at the next episode. Appreciate it so much.